Welcome to the Missouri Historical Society's audio description of Vietnam at War and at Home. This is the second of three Access MHS audio description kiosks. It is located on the back or east wall of the at war part of this exhibit. This kiosk will describe 10 military artifacts from U.S. and North Vietnamese forces that are found in Section 3, The Battles and the Action, 1961 to 1968, as well as provide directions to several touchable interactive elements. The description is approximately 12 minutes long. If you would like to listen on your own device, you can find this description and more by searching for the Missouri Historical Society on SoundCloud and navigating to the Playlists tab. Touchable Map of Vietnam To the right of the kiosk is a large wall map that highlights key locations and boundaries that were significant during the Vietnam War. A touchable topographic relief map of Vietnam is located on a riser near the wall map to the right of this kiosk. The Battles and the Action, 1961-1968 Under President John F. Kennedy, American aid and the number of advisors to South Vietnam gradually increased. Kennedy's assassination in November 1963 shook the nation and hardened the commitment of his successor, Lyndon B. Johnson, to Southeast Asia. In 1964, the USS Maddox reported being attacked by North Vietnamese torpedo boats in the Gulf of Tonkin. The incident led Congress to authorize the president to take all necessary measures to protect U.S. forces. The U.S. military quickly expanded combat and support operations. By 1968, more than half a million American military personnel were fighting in Vietnam on land, in the air, and at sea. U.S. Army Artifacts Along the far wall to the left of the kiosk is a large case with artifacts from U.S. Army service members who served in Vietnam. Three of these artifacts will be described. Combat Boots of Jose Garcia On a platform at the far left of the case are black leather Army combat boots worn by St. Louisan Jose Garcia, who served in Vietnam in Company B, 4th Battalion, 9th Infantry Regiment, 25th Infantry Division of the U.S. Army, beginning in May 1969. Less than a year later, Garcia was killed in a non-hostile helicopter crash in Phuc Thuy, South Vietnam, on March 12, 1970. His boots are calf-length, lace all the way up, and have thick-heeled rubber soles. The toes and heels have significant scuff marks and deep creases cut into the toe and ankle areas. Combat boots symbolize ground troops themselves and were essential for the challenging conditions in the jungles of Southeast Asia. M1 Camouflage Helmet Rotation Above and to the right of the combat boots is a simple rounded steel helmet covered with a heavy green fabric, which is printed with a dark green and brown leafy camouflage pattern. The helmet's canvas wrapping shows signs of wear. Dog Tag on a platform below and slightly to the right of the helmet is a small military identification tag, or dog tag, belonging to David R. Meyer, who served with the U.S. Army Medical Corps from 1968 to 1972. The aluminum tag has rounded corners and an almost oval shape. It is stamped with Meyer's name, his service number, his blood type, A-positive, 
his social security number, and his religious preference, Catholic. North Vietnamese and Viet Cong artifacts. To the left of this kiosk is a large case with artifacts from North Vietnamese and Viet Cong combatants. In 1960, South Vietnamese sympathizers to North Vietnam formed the National Liberation Front, better known as the Viet Cong. The Viet Cong and North Vietnamese Army, or NVA, learned from years of war and a disenchanted American public that they merely had to outlast the U.S. and South Vietnamese forces, not necessarily defeat them. While the North Vietnamese deployed Soviet MiG fighter jets and other modern weapons such as the AK-47 and SKS rifles supplied by the Soviet Union and China, they also used primitive weapons such as machetes, civilian-grade rifles, wooden punji sticks, and tunnels. On a panel to the right side of this case is a Viet Cong flag with a five-pointed yellow star in the center and two equal horizontal bands of color, bright red above royal blue. Four of the artifacts in this case will be described. SKS Semi-Automatic Carbine At the top left side of this case is an SKS Semi-Automatic Carbine Rifle with a dark wood stock. Almost all the metal components, including the trigger and magazine cover, are black. The one exception is the silver steel bayonet. The flat blade of the bayonet has a groove down the center and comes to a sharp point. It is displayed in its retracted position, folded back under the barrel of the rifle. The blade can be extended via a spring-loaded hinge. Chinese-made Soviet SKS carbine rifles like this one were provided to NVA and Viet Cong forces by their Chinese and Soviet allies. North Vietnamese Army Machete Below the SKS carbine is a handmade machete that was taken from an NVA soldier in 1966. Resembling a large knife with a broad, heavy blade, this machete is about 18 inches long. The end of the dark steel blade is cut off at an angle rather than coming to a single sharp point, and its edges are worn and discolored. The dark wood handle is smooth from use. North Vietnamese Sandals Rotation On a platform at the far left of the case, below the machete, are black sandals worn by an NVA sniper. The sandals are crafted from tires and have slab-like rubber soles. Strips of rubber form straps that crisscross over the toes and loop around to secure the ankles. North Vietnamese Army Helmet On a platform in the center of the case is a painted metal helmet strongly resembling the simple rounded shape of the American M1 helmet. The NVA helmet has no cloth wrapping and its olive green surface is pitted and worn. Weapons of War Across from the topographic map of Vietnam, next to the entrance to the theater in the center of the gallery, is a large artifact case with a variety of weapons used in the Vietnam War. Three of these artifacts will be described. M16 Drill Rifle At the top left of the case is an M16 drill rifle. Known as a rubber duck in the military, this non-firing rifle was used by Illinois National Guard forces as a training substitute for an authentic M16 automatic rifle used by most American ground troops in the Vietnam War. The rubber cast of an M16 is supplemented with metal and resin authentic parts 
to create the look, feel, and weight of a functioning M16. This rifle is scuffed and scratched, showing signs of heavy use. Inscribed on the buttstock is the designation TASO D91109. Portable Radio In the center of the case, below and to the right of the M16 drill rifle, is a PRC-77, or PRIC-77, a radio transceiver used to provide short-range, two-way communication in combat situations. PRC stands for Portable Radio Communication. The large boxy radio is about the size of two stacked shoeboxes and weighs approximately 20 pounds. It is strapped into a drab green backpack harness. The harness has a canvas-covered metal frame and adjustable padded straps with metal buckles. There is an oval-shaped vent hole in the center of the back to allow sweat to escape and evaporate. The radio unit is secured to the harness by two adjustable cotton straps, and a long narrow pouch designed to hold the removable antenna is clipped to one side. The top of the radio extends past the top of the harness, allowing space for the antenna and access to dials that control volume, frequency, and other audio settings. The full-size black plastic handset resembles a slightly flattened telephone booth handset and has a spiral black cord that plugs into the top of the radio. The handset has a black label stuck to it with the model number printed in white letters, H-189-GR. The green canvas of the harness has faded unevenly, and the edges of the straps are worn and frayed. Printed at the bottom of the harness, below the vent hole, is the model number ST-138, followed by the designation PRC-25. The PRC-25 was the predecessor of the PRC-77 radio, but because the two were similarly sized, the ST-138 harness continued to be used. 105mm Howitzer M1 shell, cartridge case, and fuse. A howitzer is a large-ranged artillery weapon that is mounted on wheels and designed to fire projectiles at high trajectories. At the bottom of the case, below the radio, is a 105mm howitzer M1 shell, cartridge case, and fuse. The three pieces of the projectile are displayed next to each other, showing how they fit together. The howitzer shell, which is about 15 inches long, is a forged steel capsule that contains the explosive charge. Its smooth surface is painted olive green. The cartridge case is a shiny brass cylinder that fits around one end of the shell and contains the propulsive charge. The fuse is screwed into the nose of the projectile and contains a mechanism that ignites the shell's explosive charge on impact. When the explosive charge detonates, it ejects the shell's contents over a wide area Above the deconstructed howitzer shell in the artifact case are a handful of anti-personnel flechettes, which were often deployed inside howitzer shells. Flechettes are pointed pieces of metal shaped like small darts. A touchable flechette is to the right of this artifact case. This concludes the second of three Access MHS audio description kiosks. Thank you for listening to the Missouri Historical Society's audio description of Vietnam at war and at home, find yourself here.